Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning and welcome to NAB Week Talks. I'm your host, Jada Williams, and it gives me great pleasure to be here with you this morning. Like the commercial just said, I have to ask you, though, to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you're hanging out with NAB Week, the National Association of Black Women in Construction this morning, or better yet, just head over to our website at www.nabweek.org and engage with us. Check out our calendar, see all of our different committees, and opportunities for you to connect with NAPWIC members or drop in on one of our meetings to see what's going on in NAPWIC world. But make sure before you leave off the page, you click that Join Now button because we really want to see you as our next newest member. Join us at one of our upcoming um, local or national events in your red shirt, you know how it goes down in NABWIC world because we are more than just a voice in construction. We are the voice in construction. So this morning, we have an action-packed show planned for you. We have no other than Ms. Ursula Odom in the studio this morning from Sula 2, helping you with your book writing process. Also, Gerald Barnes has joined us in the studio. Fearless founder, Ms. Ann McNeil, is still out waving our NABWIC flag across the waters, taking care of business. But I'm going to throw the mic to Ms. Ursula Odom. Good morning, Ms. Ursula. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Jada. Well, as <laughs> I stand in for the fearless leader, I had this visual image. You know, this is a moment in time where I can put on the cape and look in the mirror and pretend I'm her. Isn't that special? <laughs> no, <laughs> put seriously. on your red glasses, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on the red cape and the red glasses. So she is off traveling the world and creating new stories. Um, can't wait to hear her um, about her journey when she returns. But to the listener, guess what you have today? You have an opportunity to hear the story of someone that can enrich your life as they re- review to us or reveal to us um, the path that they've taken to get to where, well, I should say she is. And that's always a fascinating thing. But you know what? As a member of NABWIC, you have the same opportunity. You can come on here and tell us your story because you don't 
get to where you are without having something to tell, something to say. And what better forum than this to tell your story about who you are and your business? If you're in business, then you want people to know. And this is the best spend your money because it's free as a member. So you can't do any better than that. You've already paid for it, quite frankly. And for those of you that are not members, uh, it's time to look into it. Okay? And let's get started with a wonderful show today. I can't wait. Take it away, Jada. (laughs) Well, yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Ms. Ursula. And let's get this party started right after this quick commercial break. NAPWIC Talks with Trailblazer in the drone technology industry, Stephanie Rivers, when we come back. Greetings. My name is Kimley Naylor, and I am the owner of Nailwright Construction Company. I am also president of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are proud to celebrate women in construction. I'm very proud to have formed a company that allows for employment opportunities in communities, black communities, to help elevate economic stability and wage increases so that we as black women can continue to empower our communities. I'm excited to be a member of NABWIC because it allows us to shape history. It allows us to empower women to know there is a platform in construction that is vital to the wealth transfer into black communities across this nation. My name is Kimley Naylor, and please join us in celebrating Women in Construction. Welcome back to NABWIC Talks. This morning, we are talking with Trailblazer in the drone technology industry, Ms. Stephanie Rivers. Uh, we will dive into Stephanie's unique journey in the drone industry, discuss her innovative work at TC Drone LLC, and learn about her vision for the future drone technology. As Stephanie is one of the first or the first black woman in Texas to own a drone technology company, an FAA certified drone pilot, her firm offers a range of services from aerial inspections of infrastructure and creating 3D digital models to developing a drone curriculum aimed at educating the next generation of drone pilots. This morning, we are talking to Stephanie Rivers. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Welcome to NAPWIC Talks. Good morning, Jada. Good morning, everybody. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, first off, Stephanie, Jackie and I always get the pleasure of being many little stalks looking up everyone's bio and getting the show together and things of that nature. But there are some things that we didn't cover. So how about you share with our audience this morning how it is that you came to do what you're doing today? What motivated Stephanie to be who Stephanie is today? Well, Jada, I've always been a an, an, uh, an entrepreneur type person just to try to um, – build my strings of income. That's just something I've always done. But what drew me to um, the drone um, technology sector is, of course, what what motivated a lot of people, which is COVID, when a lot of um, 
uh, industries shut down or had to streamline because of the many closures and my current industry, which was in aviation at the time, it just made me want to, I, I had to pivot. I had to shift and see what can I do to keep my streams of income open um, while, you know, in case something happens to what my mainstream income is, what can I do? And so drones is one of those um, non-contact um, um, industries, and it was uh, a growing sector, um, not just in Texas, not just in the United States, but in the world, a global um, uh uh, phenomenon, basically, whereby people are doing, uh, a lot of people are introduced to drones because they think of it as um, a toy or a hobby. But there's so many uh, things that drones are being used for and that can be used for um, to make business more efficient. Um, you know, it cuts down on the cost of manual labor. You can do, as you said before, um, uh, infrastructure inspections, search and rescue. You can do events, weddings, um, photogrammetry, land surveys. You can do so many things. And what I just realized, Jada, is that um, drones, um, there's this part of drones called LIDAR, which LIDAR is a technology that it helps to determine the distance between vehicles or between anything, basically, the distance between two, two subjects. And essentially, that is a technology that is going to be in um, uh, remote control cars or unmanned vehicles, if you will. So as we start to do, build that technology, there's going to be a part of what it, what a drone does that what um, unmanned vehicles will do to keep them apart from each other, a certain space between each other. So it's not just going to be a drone, but it is going to be a technology that a lot of people are using. So when I started to do my research on all of that, then I realized, wow, this is a growing sector. So whatever happens to what's going on today I want to position myself for what's going on tomorrow. So that's how I got involved with drones, and, and I started my company and just started growing from there. What a great way to be able to pivot. And then as you were speaking, I was just thinking you were calling out all the different areas where drones are utilized, and I'm thinking, like, drones have – come in and made a huge impact on the day-to-day -day life and business. Like you said, there's photography, there's landscape, there's infrastructure inspections, there's so many different areas. And one funny little thing I remember, there was a game going on at Dolphin Stadium, and uh, my grandmother doesn't live too far from there. My cousin, she just got into drones, and she has a nice drone. She's a photographer, a videographer, and she's like, oh, I'm just going to do some practicing and everything with her drone. And I promise you, less than, like, 15 minutes, there were so many different police officers that pulled up to my grandmother's house because we did not know that there was air, certain airspace that drones could not be flown in. And I'm pretty sure you are well aware of all of those rules and everything. Right. Um, that is, and there's probably a, a what's called a, a geofence. 
So even though your your cousin couldn't see the fence, there's a geo there's a um a fence whereby if you put your drone up in a certain area, um different things can happen. I guess in Miami at the stadium, cops show up. Sometimes the fence will won't allow your your drone to go any further in that space. So you it's just uh uh hovering in the air and you wonder why is it not moving? It's because there's a fence right there that you can't see. Um, And, yeah, so there are lots of things, lots of rules, and that's why there's a uh, a license. You have to be FAA certified so that you will know some of these things as as a person who plans to make money with your drone. There are certain um, uh, uh, responsibilities and certain pieces of information that you will have to know and abide by. So if your cousin is just like a hobbyist, then you then you, you don't necessarily, you're not making money with your drone, but there's still rules in the air because you're sharing the air with manned vehicles, with helicopters, with commercial uh, airliners and, and the such. So yeah, there's rules to, to the game and that's why you, most people if you want to make any anybody who wants to make money with a drone um has to be certified so they can understand those rules well she definitely got it together after all of that especially with um that expensive equipment like how do you not not know so that opens up the conversation you mentioned something about their airspace and about the the fence that you can't see like how they just popped up in my head with drones and flying cars do you ever think about the flying cars and drones because there i know that that's um, becoming more available to be able to purchase um your flying car and i know there's landing pads on on top of buildings in certain cities already but just off the wall question i thought of well you know what uh i don't know how old you are jada but uh i am old enough to have watched the uh, cartoon, the uh, uh, Jetsons on um, the Jetsons. Saturday that was my morning favorite. <laughs> TV, and 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 you know what? We we just watched it as kids, and those were that was the sign of the future. So I don't know if reality is imitating um, that that art, or or they knew somebody knew forty years ago that we would be here right now. But that's when I when I think of you know unmanned vehicles and people being in the back seat and somebody else you know something else maneuvering the vehicle for you, um, not necessarily not just in the air but on the ground. They're starting to do that as well. I think wow how far we have come, and that's why you know it's just important to stay abreast of change because. There are some companies that used to that might have started out, or they might have been um, re- real popular at whatever their peak was, but because they were unable to stay with the times and know what was coming next, or just you know have enough um, of a communication with your potential customers to know what they want next and to be able to give that to them so you can be a, a, a relevant company in their lives. Um, so that's what I, I think of when you, as a business owner, 
those are the things that, that you have to think about when you are trying to, you know, have a, uh, a relationship with your potential customers and your target market. Sometimes you have to do what they want you to do, and sometimes you have to bring them along um, because that's where life is going and that you want your customers to get their their products and services from you as a, as a business owner. Right, right. And you also mentioned earlier that you have to be FAA certified when flying these drones, um, when wanting to um, make money off of um, use your drones for, for um, financial gain. What is the FAA certification? Is that like a, a driver's license? Is it like the pilot's license? Could you explain that for someone that's um, in the audience listening that's really interested now? Well, uh, sure, sure, I can explain it. And to uh, a degree, so what it is essentially you are sharing the air, as I was saying, with manned um, 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 aircraft. So when you are doing that, when you're sharing space with some with a, an, a, with the people who are on board of an aircraft, you have to. There are certain rules to to that um, airspace. If you are, you know, in the park trying to fly your drone, then there's a certain um, height of uh, where how how high you can fly your drone. So you have to know those rules so that you won't get in the airspace or you won't um, um, interfere with the operation of an aircraft. So generally speaking, you're not supposed to dry your, fly your drone any higher than. 400 feet above ground level. So that will keep you out of the airspace of most manned aircraft. But there, that's just a simple rule, but there, in order for you to understand what it is you need to know so you can take the test, because it is a test that you take and you go to a, uh, a facility where the FAA has, has um, sanctioned this place to be where everybody goes, whether you're getting a drone pilot's license or whether you're getting uh, uh, a manned aircraft pilot's license, you essentially have to know about weather conditions. You have to know how to read a map and know um, latitude and uh, uh, longitude points. You have to know how to um, uh, communicate with uh, the FAA in case you want a waiver because there are some instances where if you are using your drone for business and you're doing a contract per se that you might need to fly higher than 400 feet above ground level. So you need to get a waiver for that. So all of this is a part of the um, information that you would be Test it on, you know, how big is your drone? If it's a certain weight, then your drone has to be uh, uh, registered FAA. And so if anything happens, then um, the FAA can know whose drone this is. If you happen to lose it, you know, because things get, you know, it's, it's all done by uh, uh, a remote control. So if you lose link, if you lose contact with your drone and you're unable to find it, 
then if somebody else finds it, they can contact you by because your drone is registered. So, you know, the same as if you have a vehicle and you you are not with your vehicle when it is found or something happens, they can trace who this vehicle belongs to. So those types of things. I would just uh, – I would say if anyone wants to learn more about being a certified drone pilot, you can go to the um, um, FAA.gov website and and or you can go to YouTube. You know, that's a phenomenon of itself. Everything's on YouTube. There are people who have taken the test and then they tell you this is what you need to study for. And so, it, you know, they do charge you to take the test and you go. There's probably um, centers across the country that allow you to schedule your test. And then you take the test and you have to pass it with a certain um, uh, amount of, you know, you can only miss a certain number of questions. And then you become certified. And then that's when the real fun starts because now you have to, market yourself. So that's what my company has done. We do emails every other day. We go out to um, uh, conventions and conferences, and we try to let people know what we do. We apply for bids. Um, we, uh, my company is a registered uh, minority business, and so people find us through that as well because they want to work with minority-owned businesses. And so because of all those things, now we get those um, contract opportunities. Right. So with your journey, um, becoming FAA certified and starting um, your own business, being the first um, uh, black-owned um, drone business, what was that journey like for you, getting your business started and going after those contracts that you're mentioning? Well, I would say there are, you know, there's always a um, a route that you can take. You know, you have to go to your state, get certified. Uh, there are some agencies in each state that that you sign up with or that they certify that you are a woman-owned business and or a black-owned business and or a small business. So you can have those certifications along with what you are doing. And then as far as the any um, 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 obstacles that we face, there's always, I would say, with anything that is not the typical type of business, there's always the fear of the unfamiliar because uh, in the drone industry, not only is it a burgeoning industry, but most people don't look like me who are in it. You might find a few guys doing it, but women and black women in particular, are that's not something that where I see a lot of that happening. Uh, so, of course, you want to be a so because of that you want to be able to network and see past your fear of of it not being a place where you see people like yourself and for me i always look at it as a challenge when i walk into an area or a room or a place where there're not a lot of people who look like me because most people 
they look at women or black women or black people as only having certain skill sets and um, not being tech driven, not having the uh, skill sets for tech jobs and, um, you know, in that um, arena. So just, you know, knowing that I belong and that um, I can do what anybody else can do, I just have to build my skill set. And so that's what I I have done. I collaborate with people who um, I feel like are, are just as capable and that we can grow together. And one of my company's goals to, um, in, in, in addition to doing contracts and building our brand as working drone pilots, we also, our goal is to build the next generation of black and brown drone pilots. So we started to do a curriculum whereby we go into high schools and we are starting to work with vocational schools um, to help people, to help students, young people, as well as ones who might be looking for a different career path to build their drone skills so that they realize, wow, I can do this and my skills as uh, doing video games, you know, with the remote controls, all those things are, are most younger people already have that skill set to play video games. So it can translate into, being, into um, working a, uh, a remote control and doing that and making money at it in a, as an employee and or as a business owner and just building on the skills that they already had but didn't realize it could be a money maker for them. Yes, indeed. I love the fact that you have turned it into a curriculum to um, provide the resources for the next generation coming up. Um, it sounds like you have a lot going on. This has been action-packed interview so please like we always say i hope you have your notebook and catching these golden nuggets from miss stephanie rivers as she is speaking on the drone technology industry um we're going to take a quick commercial break and speak more with you stephanie on the things that you have going on um, for your company and get some more information out to the family on the drone industry because this is oh you just opened my eyes up to a whole another world out there in this drone industry. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is 
to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, indeed. We are back. Nap Week talks with Stephanie Rivers, who is the fearless leader in the technology industry, waving her flag in Texas. So, Stephanie, before we left, you were speaking on the different aspects in um, the drone industry after you get your certifications and moving right along to how what your journey was like starting your business, um, what is the day-to-day like um, for you in your world with going after your clients? Well, uh, what I do is I I just, well, what I just did was we had a uh, contract. So um, what I, I, I try to do is so that I, you know, it's, it's great to do uh, weddings and do weekend events, you know, that might get your name out there in the um, drone um, um, industry or at least the to let them know, let people know that your company does events, outdoor events. But I also signed up for um, mailing lists, let's say, that allow me to know what municipalities are wanting drone services, whether it's inspections on their school buildings, the roof of their school buildings, whether it's um, uh, an um, um, industry like insurance. Insurance companies, they, do, they use drones for um, um, inspections on buildings or homes when there is a catastrophe. So there might be, and, and the video that we see in um, um, Hawaii right now, a lot of that is being captured via drones. Um, so the way that we know that there might be a contract that's open where they want some type of service that a drone can do is um, I they have it on certain sites. Um, it's like, um, I guess for lack of a better term, an electronic board. So you go in, so I go into these sites or they email me because I've signed up for the site. And so then I can click and see, is this a contract that my company could bid for? And then if so, then I bring down, I, you know, look at the information. I put together the a package, so my presentation package um, to let people, to let that company or that municipality know that my company does this and uh, this is what we would charge to, to do that. Now, incidentally, um, this happened just a few uh, 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 weeks ago because I can't see everything, but because my company is signed up as a small business, black-owned, woman-owned entity, there was a company that normally this company does virtual tours. They help uh, museums, let's say. They help museums to create virtual tours of their facilities because, as I said, during COVID, a lot of people were not able to get out and enjoy these types of uh, venues. 
So this company, they create virtual tours, and now they are about to work with a lot of the National Park Service civil rights museums, helping them to create 3D tours of their venues. So a part of creating that tour, not just on the inside, but they want to do a digital twin. They want to do a virtual look, a 360-degree look of the outside of these museums and monuments. So this company probably needed to have a minority-owned business as a subcontractor to help them to get the contract because most um, of those types of contracts have set aside mandates whereby a part, part of the money and a part of the contract has to go to a small or black-owned business or a woman-owned business. So they contacted us. And I, did, I was not aware of this because I just was not aware of it because I can't see all the contracts that are out there. So they contacted us and said, hey, we want you to be a subcontractor on this bid to get this contract to do a 3D model of the George Washington Carver house at uh, Tuskegee. And there was another one. They want us to do a – um, virtual tour of the march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge, so they can so people can see through the eyes of a Martin Luther King Jr. of a Coretta Scott King of a Dr. Abernathy, all the people who were who crossed over the bridge walking. They're going to create a virtual tour, so you can pretend to be in the eyes of these people as you walk across. So I was so on. I was so one happy that the National Park Service is actually doing this. That somebody actually cares and sees the significance of of creating this type of reality for uh, virtual right. reality for people to be able to see. And so I was so amazed that they were doing that. So we were asked to be a part of the bid. Now we don't know if we got the bid yet. But I'm so hopeful that I, my company and I and my uh, uh, drone pilots that we are affiliated with can be a part of building this type of history. So that's something that we're doing. So just being in the right place at the right time and being prepared for the opportunity is uh, something that I think a lot of people don't, don't do because you think it's so big, I can't do it, I'm not prepared, but you have to baby step your way into it. And then as you do that, people will see this person, this company is prepared for this opportunity, and I'm going to let them be a part of it. I'm going to offer them that chance. And so I would say you might not be ready today, but start working today to get ready so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Yes, indeed. And I don't know if I said it more, more than once, but please remember to go ahead and press one on your phones if you want to join in the conversation or drop your comments under our different social media platforms and we'll make sure we get it read. And I know some of our members love to just go ahead and text me directly. So as these, their comments are coming in, Stephanie, we do have Mr. Gerald Barnes in the studio this morning. Good morning, Gerald. How are you doing? I am doing great, and 
Stephanie, that was right on time. I want to thank Valerie and and Deborah and also Tonya for really connecting to get us the opportunity to really have a chance to hear about droids and being able to drones. I'm sorry, look at me getting nervous again all the time. But um question I have for you, and especially when you just touched in that history piece, and I know Ursula is going to really chime in with me on this one too, and she'll probably take it a little bit deeper. But there is many, many opportunities all over the, the United States and the world to go through those historical movements, as you said. And I know I'm here in Washington, D.C., and there are so many uh, places here that we can definitely use something like that, and we know the right people to talk to. How does your company work with the up-and-coming folks across the country? Have you merged with, uh, is there an association, is there a group that you might start looking at coming together with to support your efforts across the country and across the world? Well, you know what, Gerald, that's the reason I joined NABWIC is because of the opportunity to collaborate with people across the country. And I hear that our fearless founder is moving, trying to make things happen in other countries as well, Um, because you can't do it alone. And um, I grew up as an only child, okay? So I'm used to doing things as as a child, I was okay with being alone, and then as I grew into an adult, I'm okay being alone. And so sometimes that was that's a hindrance for me in business. And just in general, when I walk into a room full of people, I don't necessarily have to talk to nobody because that's personally mm-hmm. how I am. But when, you talk, when you're talking about building, um, uh, being a successful business and helping other people to reach their goals, you can't do it by yourself. You have to have collaborations. You have to build teams. And so I have grown and I have learned that team building is important um, because other people have their goals and other industries, uh, other um, business owners have their goals, but you can reach your goals together. So just by happenstance, I think I did, I got an email from somebody, and it was from, it it was a wrong, that's what it was. I got an email, and I was fearful of opening the email because I didn't know the person who sent it. And then I ended up calling the number to say, why did you call, why did you email me? And it happened to be Valerie Monday who is a member of NABWIC, and we got to talking, and she told me that she, you know, she's a, a engineer type and helps to build um, 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 infrastructure, airports around the country. As a matter of fact, sidebar, Valerie Monday, who's a NABWIC member, just helped to build the new uh, airport in Kansas City. And I have gone through there three or four times, and every time I walk through that new airport, I think of Valerie. So, you know, just building a collaboration um, with Valerie Monday and Deborah Thompson. She put me in charge in contact with Deborah um, Thompson, but they're both in Florida. And just through them, I became a member of NABWIC and just to let 
people know to let the members know if you have a contract whereby there is a need for drone services or for inspections or doing some type of photogrammetry, twin, twin, dig, digital imaging, anything like that, my company can do that as a subcontractor to your contract. So just building those um, collaborations and uh, uh, relationships is important. I'm also a member of the, uh, my local Chamber of Commerce, and that has put me in contact with the National Black Chamber of Commerce, and they're based in D.C. And so just building those types of um, uh, 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 team, teams and building those types of communication and uh, uh, relationships across the country, that will allow me to be a part of uh, different uh, opportunities as they come up, become available. So I, my company is also looking for drone pilots um, that we can help because my goal, the ultimate goal of my company is to secure contracts around the country and then have affiliated drone pilots throughout the uh, country who can work those um, contracts. So I don't necessarily have to be on the scene to do to be the drone pilot, but I set other people up to work those contracts. That's one of our ultimate goals. Well, that's Good. amazing, and it really helps me to truly understand, because I know why I joined NABWIC, because I saw people in motion, women in motion, and business owners in motion really coming together to do great things. And what I'm hearing this morning just t takes me to a whole other level. And like Jada says, we just keep growing and growing and coming together, the sisterhood and the brotherhood. It's definitely coming together, and I appreciate you for coming on. And I'll step back for a moment because I might get too excited. <laughs> Good morning. All right, Jill. Thanks for the question. Hi, Stephanie. Obviously, I am anxious to get in here. I've interrupted twice already. Um, I This is an amazing show, and like Daryl said, you have taken us to a whole new level. And I've, I've – um, Connected on several things that you mentioned. One, when you talked about drones and the uses of it, well, I'm currently working on a legacy wall which tells the story of a 32-year-old company so that they can tell their story every time someone walks into their building by simply walking down the hallway looking at the, the progression of their story on that wall. Well, one of my favorite photographs I'm using is a drone photograph of an over- of of looking down on an apartment complex that they built, and that's that's it's a cool look, um, hmm. and and then, <laughs> and I feel like I've been in the, I am in the right place at the right time this morning because the industry that I'm in is in my logo my my motto is we capture preserve and present legacy information in any form possible, so I go out there and and interview and write the stories smoke out people that are hiding their stories or thinking that they're not important and bringing them to light in either, you know, books or legacy walls or, or videos or any of those kinds of things. And you just made me think big, as in bigger. 
because I could see um, being a part of what you were talking about because it's totally fascinating because I love those stories and I love um, having them being told in, in new and innovative ways. And the stories that I I go after, the the ones that are at risk of never being told or are being lost. And now to think of them being put into the eyes of of the future in a real visual way like that is just amazing. So congratulations on what you're doing. And even in the way that you're talking about growing your business, there's just so many things that I'm sitting here going, oh, okay, love it. So thank you for all that you've said this morning. Well, thank you. And um, what I would love to do is put you in contact once the product, uh, the these projects are finished. Um, I think it would be, a, or even as it's going on, that would be a great um, way to introduce people to what the National Park Service and these civil rights um, museums um, are planning to do so that people can get excited and know not only do I can I go to the location, but I can now go online and see virtually, and then that might um, entice them to go in person. Um, you know, so that would be a great way to tell that that story. And I'd be interested in the um, place that you just spoke about with the wall um, and telling their story of, of progression, I would be interested in talking with them about how we might be able to do a virtual tour of their uh, 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 venue um, as, as soon as possible. So, you know, there's another collaboration that might happen. Oh, my goodness. And the person who is the founder of this particular company is a lady of many hats. And, oh, my goodness, she will love to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, great. and I will be in no touch. problem. I will be in touch today. <laughs> Back to Jada. There you have. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Miss Ursula. See, I told you, Stephanie. This is the action pack pack show and we appreciate and thank you for dropping your golden nuggets on the family this morning. But are you ready for the hard questions? Uh, sure, I'm ready for the hard questions, Jada. <laughs> so what are you reading that keeps you motivated and going today? Or you could just drop us your favorite book. Well, I like to read um, bi- biographies, and um, I like to read books that help me to understand uh, how people think um, the psychology of, of what what makes people do what they do. So the, I, was, I would say, though, the last book that I read is the uh, 1619 Project, and that, what, that's uh, Cole Hannah-Jones. And so I don't know if you've read that book, but it is, like, so thick. That, so I didn't actually read the book and have to carry that book around, although I want to have it on my in my library it was i i absorbed it as a an audio book so i listened to it um and so that is the latest book that i read just to understand the true or different um version of the history of black people in america because you know generally speaking our history 
um, is not exactly as it happened because certain people were in control and are in control of that narrative and to the point where some of them don't even want black history, quote, unquote, to be taught in school. So you can't always just go off of what the general consensus is about black history or history in um, in general. So that was the last book, the 1619 Project. But I've also read, and I want to give to your listeners um, some of the books that I've read that I felt like gave me a different perspective on how to move as a business owner and just to understand people better. One is uh, The Browning of America. And I will, since I'm at my computer, I'll look up the the um, the um, author of The Browning of America. And while I'm doing that, the uh, next book that I read is uh, Shoe Dog. That Shoe Dog, that was the book by um, Phil Knight that talked about how he built um, uh, uh, Nike. And then there are the books called David and Goliath and Talking to Strangers. So I'm going back to the Browning of America, and I apologize. I thought I had written down who wrote that. Steve Stout. Steve Stout is the person who wrote the Browning of America. And that just talks about how Americans are really quick to take on the culture of brown, black and brown people, the culture, our music, our style. Um, and so that's how a lot of people made money by and make money because of, of the Browning of America and, and the, and so, but we have to make sure that the people who get the credit for that and build wealth off of that are black and brown people. If you're going to use our style, our culture, our um, what we do and how we do it, then we should get profit off of that, especially if somebody's getting a profit. We need to get the profit. So Browning of America, yes, indeed. Shoe and Dog. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Browning of America by Shoe Dog. And it's so funny that you say that because this is hip-hop 50th anniversary, and you mentioned the Browning of America, which is the culture. So we greatly appreciate your book list. And um, what is your IG, your Instagram, so we can connect our audience with your with your IG? And for those um, the other books, because we have a whole list, and we're going to drop them in your episode details. So maybe you could just throw it up on your stories, and we'll go and, and follow you and and catch some tips from you, Miss Stephanie. Okay, yeah, I will do that. Now, I would say um, TCB Drones is on mainly on three platforms, and um, okay. so if you want to look up TCB Drones on um, the, what is it called, the platform formerly known as Twitter, which is X right now, so Twitter, we're X. on <laughs> TCB Drones on um, X. We are TCB Drones on Facebook. We are TCB Drones on LinkedIn. And I personally am on IG. Um, so that's at TCB Steph. So T, take, TCB stands for Taking Care of Business. So TCB Steph, S-T-E-F, that's the first um, part of my name. So I'm on um, IG. I haven't gotten that IG um, TCB Drones um, page yet. Because, you know, and I'm like, that's one of the things that it's like 
all these platforms need for me to pay attention to them and post. And so I had to get a um, social media manager. So I'm working on that. It's just so much to to it, but it's well worth it once you um, see the, the return on that investment. Well, you definitely will see a return on that investment. Social media is such a big part of our everyday lives now. It's unbelievable. But, yes, indeed, we have been taking care of business this morning with Ms. Stephanie Rivers. And like we always say, this has been another absolutely amazing NAVWIC talk show. If you want to catch us again, you already know what to do. But, Stephanie, how can our listeners get in contact with you, our new, your new family members, or your new potential clients that are listening in this morning? Well, um, if you want to leave me um, a message or a direct message on any of those platforms, but also if you just want to call, um, we have an 800 number. So I'm going to give you the 800 number. It's one 800 810-4885. That's 1-800-810-4885, extension 1. You can leave a message. Um, it rings to my cell phone. I might pick up. If I don't, leave a voicemail. I promise I'll call you back. And, again, we're on um, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And, of course, we have a website, tcbdrones.com. Yes, ma'am. So, fam, you already have your directions, the contact information. You want to learn more or connect more with Stephanie Rivers. We just she just gave you the best way to get in contact with us. You want to listen in to another absolutely amazing NABWIC Talk radio podcast. All you have to do is check back in every Wednesday morning, next Wednesday morning, same time, 8.30 a.m., and we will be right here ready for you. Thanks for tuning in to NABWIC Talks. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.